Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. Why I don't do intensity in my training. And by training, I mean training or yoga, different types of movement that I do really. I don't think that fitness, keeping fit, keeping strong, whatever your fitness vision is, needs to be hard. Of course, I might be lucky, in inverted commas, that I am a personal trainer and yoga teacher. I know lots about the body and I am able to look after myself in a way that keeps me strong, keeps me flexible, keeps me fit and Aesthetically, I can fit into my clothes well and I feel comfortable. I think there can be a misbelief that training needs to be intense, like it has to be a hit class or it has to make you feel exhausted for it to be worthwhile. And I absolutely beg to differ. So, of course, I'm only sharing my story and my experience, both my experience with my body and my experience with my clients. And I'll say it again, I don't think fitness needs to be hard. It can be so enjoyable. It can be so fun to find the different ways that your body wants to move, wants to be, the things you want to eat that suit you, as opposed to feeling like it is an uphill struggle. So I don't believe that we have to smash it. I certainly don't feel like using that term, those words, because I feel like that's a very sort of masculine energy, destroy, rah, which I, I'm not going to say I do my best, best to avoid, but I just, I choose not to use language like that because I feel like we could benefit from a more gentle approach some of the time, at least. And so this brings to mind years ago, one of my lovely clients, John, and he asked me how I feel about high intensity training. And I said, and this is years ago in training in a park in in Hove, it's lovely to sort of picture it. And I said to him, I don't think it would help you, talking to him, because, and I don't do it myself, because I don't think we need more stress on our system. And I'm going to sort of cover my back and say, of course, it might work for some. You might love that type of workout, but I'm sharing my method, my reasons here, of course. So I don't believe in smashing it, in making someone puke with a workout that is so intense because, um, hello, I think that puking is the body saying it's not happy. 
And actually, if I think about it now, when I worked at a gym over 10 years ago in central London, a very high-end, amazing gym, I loved it. It was so amazing. But there were some trainers who would, you could tell they really got off on the fact that they made someone sick. And that person was like, yeah, it was so intense. I puked. And I was like, um, is that meant to be good? Uh, don't think so. In my head, I, th I said. So, um, yeah, when we do high intensity workouts, it can, of course, burn calories. It can, of course, perhaps uh, increase our metabolic rate, but it can also stress our system to the max. And that's not great if you are already stressed and cortisol is flooding through your system and you are already sleep deprived, which a lot of parents are, or parents of little ones especially. And it's also potentially not great on your joints, especially if you've got relaxing in your system, making your joints a little bit more supple. That's definitely something to be cautious of with a jumping exercise or when you're knackered moving with poor form. So I've certainly had great fun doing these types of classes in the past, but I have to say it's probably before becoming a parent. And when we are pushed to do a workout like this, it can promote anxiety. Because from my experience, when I have been to a class like that, or if I think about it now, my body goes, oh, a lot is going to be expected of me. Someone might be in my face. Someone might be demanding more of me. And I get it. It's motivating for some. But for me, I'm like, no, I don't want to be nagged. I don't want to be pushed to do more than actually my body is capable of right now. And I'm giving myself grace and I'm giving myself loving compassion for where it is. Accepting where my body is at because the body gives us signals. In my opinion, in today's world and society, we have too much pressure to be go, 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 do, do, do. And the, the high intensity workouts and that kind of thing can be very much in line with that kind of go hard, play hard. But again, I disagree. So I'm going to give you a little sort of window into how I train and not specific details, but the gist of it. So when I have felt low on energy due to stress or due to sleep deprivation or just wanted to move my body but not in an, in an intense way, I have done squats and the different exercises, maybe to some great music. You know, I've literally put on, say, a playlist for my legs, bums and tums class and I've done a workout in time to the music like I would with a class and it's so much fun and it's not with like a countdown. It's not with something beeping at me to like change exercise, change station. It's just not where I'm at anymore. And I think my, no, I know this, my style of moving and training has changed since becoming a parent because it's so new and everything was so new. And, um, let me think as well as new, not just new, um, there were different strains on my life with regards to sleep and stress and recalibrating and matrescence, more about matrescence in another podcast, that I began to move more slowly. I felt like my yoga mat was calling me to move in a more slow way, first of all, definitely to heal from birth trauma, but also to move in a way that my postnatal body was happy to. So 
you might find that your workouts have changed since being becoming a parent and that's valid. You may not go back to how you trained before and that is fine. I've spoken in another podcast about how I don't think we ever go back. We will always evolve beautifully forwards. So I was just talking about, yeah, how I, I would do a workout, but to some music and just have a more relaxed pace about it. I would probably kind of drink some water, digress, maybe reply to a message or something like that. But it certainly wouldn't be bish bash bosh intense because that is not what I needed. I needed to go more slowly. I needed to enjoy my workout and enjoy my workout. Of course, I hope you enjoy your workout, whatever you do to work out, because enjoying and pleasure is such a big part of life. And I hope so, at least. But also we want to be able to find a way that we're going to want to go back to. We're going to want to repeat for the benefits that we're looking for. And I wouldn't I wouldn't rush an exercise as well. Like I don't rush an exercise. I like to execute things with good form. And I certainly won't bash out reps like really quickly. I used to have a uh, a person, I'm not going to say which gender, come to class and they'd be like... um a Duracell bunny. And I'm like, I did say to rest, but it's up to you if you want to just constantly move, you know? And I say that with an air of sort of humor, but I mean it in a sort of, um, in a non-judgmental way. And of course, I'm not trying to cancel anyone or any methods, but I'm just telling you what works for me and what works for my clients. And I seem to see the need slash desire by the person, by their body for this type of thing. So yes, some people might like to train with heavy weights, but I also say yes to gentle, to only body weight. Only body weight? Body weight could be, I don't know how many kilos. I weigh 50, but you know, it's it's certainly a workout moving ourselves around in different things day to day, but also just a yoga practice. That is body weight movement. When I start with a client, I will ask them about their sleep, their stress and their nutrition and about their support network to get a picture of what is supporting their vision. I deliberately see I deliberately say vision instead of goals now because I think vision is a, just a little bit of a better word to use. So yeah, I ask about those things again, sleep, stress, nutrition and support to see what is supporting their vision and not going against it. Because we want to reduce stress. We live with far too much stress. And the world is going at such a pace. The demand for different things, wanting our time, attention, love and energy. There's so much. So reducing stress where possible. And it could be the stress that certain foods put on your system. It could be about having a better night's sleep. It could be about honouring your boundaries and spending your time with who or without who you do and don't want to be with. That I hope that makes sense. Because these things matter. Less stress means a happier body. Years ago, I heard the term rest equals digest. Our body is able to digest better when we are in a more restful state. So when we're stressed, we're not able to digest our food as well. 
when we are less stressed, the whole body benefits. I've said this on another podcast of mine, but when my skin was bad and I sought the help of Ebony, my naturopathic nutritionist, she said, your liver needs detoxing because the liver takes the brunt of stress. So we need to work at detoxing that with herbal teas and different things. The exercises that I tend to do when I do a workout different to yoga is I'll do squats, I'll do press-ups, I'll do lunges and I'll do a rowing exercises. It will be variations of those things depending on when I train and then sometimes I might do some lateral raises, I might do some uh, planks, um, not for an extended period though and if you are thinking about doing planks in the year after having your baby, please go cautiously and seek the help of a women's health specialist, especially if you know you have a diastasis recti or if you have um, pelvic floor troubles of any kind or lower back pain for that matter as well. Talking about the core, I certainly wouldn't be intense with core work up to a year postnatal really. I will talk more about this in another episode, but crunches are not the best exercise to do after having a baby. If you want to strengthen your core, which most women do, and your pelvic floor, please know that it's helpful to relax the pelvic floor as well as to strengthen it. That's really important to remember because if you think about it, we want to stop ourselves going for a wee, but we also want to be able to release all the wee. Same with regards to poo. And one of the key things to think about when you're trying to restore core strength is to think about your breath and how the breath impacts how much your abdominals contract. Contract means switch on, in case you didn't know. So it would be exercises that don't put excessive strain on any abdominal gap you have or your pelvic floor. There are ways that you can integrate breath and movement or just the breath that really, really help to strengthen your core. And of course, if you wanted more advice on this, please, please feel free to get in touch to book a discovery call or to work one-on-one -on -one with me. If I'm doing yoga, I might do a bit of a vinyasa flow sequence and then I might do a few yin poses where you hold it longer. And with my squats, I will go slowly on the up phase. I might change to a sumo stance. Go carefully with a sumo stance if you've had any pelvic girdle pain. I might do press-ups with one hand high and one hand low. These are all different ways that you can change up your workout. But again, it doesn't need to be intense. And try to notice your breath as you move, I would say. Because so often when I'm teaching... I'll remind people about their breath and they're like, oh yeah, thanks, I really needed that. And when we don't breathe well, our body can go into a little bit of kind of what's going on if you're holding your breath. So we want to breathe easily throughout. Lunges could be forward lunges, sideways lunges, what I call clock face lunges. So you're going at different angles, say 10 to 2 and the other angles on the clock. And then a rowing exercise, it could be upright, it could be pulling down like a pull-up action, it could be bent over row. There's all sorts of variations and, and fun ways that you can move. I don't train intensely because I'm aware of the stress 
that that can cause me and my clients. And when we have excess stress, it can lead to fat around the middle. I'll leave you to read more about that in your own time. But I've worked with various people over the years and I don't think I've had it myself, but people can store fat around the middle when they're stressed. Another reason we might store fat around the middle is is poor sleep, not enough quality sleep. So again, this is why I ask clients what their sleep is like, what their stress is like, and then nutrition. So sugars can be stored on the tum-tum, obviously, and the (laughs) bum-bum. That's what I say to Matilda. Um, Bum-bum, not, I don't tell her about weight or talking about, um, yeah, storing fat or anything like that. Goodness, she's too young to think about any of that. And I hope she never does, but I'm sure she will in today's world. Anyway, I digress. But yeah, so nutrition, obviously, we want to think about what works well with our body. I hope you do. And this is really for another episode. But if we don't digest things well, we can store it. It can also make us feel uncomfortable, of course, you know, the gassiness or, um, yeah. Again, I can't reiterate enough how I'm not cancelling any methods or anyone's way of working. I'm just sharing my approach, how it works for me, and it does. And I feel so great. I really do. I'm so grateful to have a body touch wood that I'm actually touching bamboo. Um, that works well. I feel strong. I feel flexible. I feel able. And I'm so, um, I feel very grateful. I feel very privileged without sounding like a total dick. I feel very privileged to have a body that works well. And I'm able to keep in the shape that I want to, to carry out the different things I do and to fit the clothes that I have. And I think it's about a balance. Sometimes, yes, we can push ourselves. You know, I might push myself and do some cold water swimming. I might push myself and go for a run. But I also think it's a balance of knowing that we don't have to do an intense workout because that can be what makes someone go, I just don't want to train. And I'm like, if if that was my client and they wanted to, I would be like, well, why can't we do something gentle? And we can chat and we can make it fun or we can you could like listen to a podcast whilst you do it or listen to some music that really excites you. It doesn't have to make you sick. It doesn't have to make you feel like you can't go on. You are able to potentially enjoy your exercise a whole lot more if you take a different approach. And I will often say to my yogis and the people who do any fitness classes I do, think about the energy you're putting into the movement. Is it a more gentle approach or are you pushing yourself? Either is fine. I will change up how I approach a movement, but think about it so that you're going, yeah, I'm going to get one more rep out and really push it or actually, no, I'm just going to go more gently because my shoulder was a little bit sore for whatever reason. And here is a poem I would love to share with you. Because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry, I read it a lot, and I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. I thought quite long and hard about what poem to share with this episode, and I'm really glad that I came to this one because I feel it has the similar 
energy to what I'm trying to convey in the episode. It's called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. She let go. She let go without a thought or a word. She let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the confluence of opinions swarming around her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right decisions. Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she just let go. She didn't ask anyone for advice. She didn't read a book on how to let go. She didn't search the scriptures. She just let go. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all of the anxiety that kept her from moving forward. She let go of the planning and all of the calculations about how to do it just right. She didn't promise to let go. She didn't journal about it. She didn't write the projected day in her daytimer. She made no public announcement and put no ad in the paper. She didn't check the weather report or read her daily horoscope. She just let go. She didn't analyse whether she should let go. She didn't call her friends to discuss the matter. She didn't do a five-step spiritual mind treatment. She didn't call the prayer line. She didn't utter one word. She just let go. No one was around when it happened. There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort. There was no struggle. It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It was what it was and it is just that. In the space of letting go, she let it all be. A smile came over her face. A light breeze blew through her and the sun and the moon shone forevermore. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, look after you.